Happy Monday, Speech with Rage fam. It is Monday, December 7th, and we are getting things done. I don't know about you guys, but this month already has been flying by, and I'm not that mad about it because I am very excited for 2021 to begin and for things to kind of feel fresh and new. And I know this month has been a really tricky month with working on self-care. Self-care during the holiday season is really tricky for a lot of us. And self-care during the holiday season in COVID is a whole new experience. So I have teamed up with Shannon from the SLP Corner to do a little self-care giveaway. So with this giveaway, all you have to do is rate and review our podcast on Apple on iTunes and let us know what you're thinking. If you do this, DM us the screenshot and then you'll be entered to win a cute little self-care package. There's going to be a nice heated blanket in there, a mindfulness book, and maybe a few cute other little stickers and such. So the giveaway opens today and closes this Friday. So stay on top of our Instagrams and make sure that you apply. Now to kind of go along with the theme of self-care, I wanted to share an affirmation that I've been using a lot lately. And that is, I am proud of myself. I am proud of myself. We don't celebrate our own successes a lot, right? In our therapy sessions, when a kiddo hits a milestone, No matter how small it will be, we make sure that we validate that moment and that we celebrate their feelings and that we make a point to show our kiddos that they're successful and they're loved and we're proud of them. But we don't seem to do that for ourselves, do we? So this week, I want you to tell yourself, I'm proud of myself. I'm proud of myself for getting out of bed this morning. Proud of myself for having coffee, seeing three kiddos. I'm proud of myself for showing up. Maybe there's other certain expectations in my life I haven't hit quite yet. But I do need to acknowledge and celebrate the little successes. And I'm proud of those things. So your affirmation for today, for this week, is I am proud of myself. Let me know if you use it. Uh, Post about it in your Instagram stories and such and... I'll make sure to repost it on mine. But let's get into today's Q&A. This Q&A came from an Instagram DM. And I had a clinician ask me, what do I typically bring on the first day of an early intervention session? In-home health and what do you do now with the COVID restrictions? So in today's episode, I'm going to kind of outline what I think a first session should look like in early intervention, um, and then some ways to kind of maybe combat that during COVID. I will put a disclaimer that I have been 100% telemedicine since March, so I've adapted in the way that I'm presenting therapy, but I've also kind of brainstorm some things for people that are still doing in therapy, how you can still find success. So let's talk about the first session. And I'm not talking about the eval. 
Evils are a whole other beast of their own, and we'll get into that. But I'm talking about first session after the eval. You've got your orders, right? Kiddos approved for therapy, and now you are starting. What do we do? So when I was in grad school, I came in, and the first thing I did was deliver therapy. Boom. And I have learned that it takes a lot of time to learn a kiddo, a family, their mannerisms, and their abilities. So instead of coming in that first day and treating, I like to think of my first session kind of as an extension of my eval where I'm simply observing kiddo in a play-based scenario with their caregiver. So what I like to say is, you know, mom, dad, grandma, before we get started, I just kind of want to see what, you know, Johnny's play abilities look like. I would love if when I come to the session this week, you could have out a few of his favorite toys that he likes to engage with. And I'm simply going to watch and just take some notes. Things that he's enjoying, some positive traits that I'm seeing, and some suggestions and ideas for next time. And now this can be completed with COVID as well. This is what I do with my families typically after our first session but via telemedicine. I tell my families, you know, I just want to see how you guys naturally interact. So if you don't mind, I'm going to turn my camera off. I'm going to mute myself. I'm just going to kind of observe for a few minutes and just go along as you normally would. There's no judgment. I'm not looking for anything. I'm just seeing what play looks like. Because with the early intervention population, play is so important. I mean, in general, play is an important part of our lives from birth all the way to death. And so I like to observe how families play because a lot of families don't play and don't know how to play. Technology is an amazing thing for speech therapy. It has truly opened up so many doors. But I've also noticed that it's taken some kiddos away from those hands-on imaginary play-based activities. So I like to challenge families and see what do they do with the puzzle, right? What happens with the car set? And then I give some feedback. And the most important thing with parent feedback is that you frame it kind of like a sandwich. And I think I've also discussed this in one of my past episodes, but I kind of call it like a positivity sandwich where I start with sharing things that the kiddo did that made me smile or that were really amazing. Then I share some suggestions or ideas for next time. And then I end with a gratitude statement. I thank parents and I tell them I'm proud of them. Thank you for showing up for your child. Thank you for being there. And I acknowledge them just as I would acknowledge my kiddos or myself. Sometimes that play-based observation will take maybe a whole 20-minute, 30-minute session. Sometimes, kiddo does not want to play, right? So then, what do we kind of do next? Well, I still want the kiddo to get comfortable with me. So usually, I set them up with some kind of activity And I take more time to talk to mom. We talk about our day. 
What does your day look like? And I explained to parents what my kind of philosophy is with speech therapy. I noticed that if we just come in and treat and say, here's what you should do, it can be very overwhelming and condescending. Versus if we say, tell me what's going on and how I can support you. What I say to families is, I want to use what you're already doing during the day and find pockets of your day that you feel confident enough to use speech strategies and to facilitate language in the home. Speech doesn't need to be an extra thing. It's a part of our daily life. So let's look at your daily routines and see how it can work for you. And in that first session, I take the time to share and make parents feel like speech is an easy and attainable thing. I show them how it can be used in different parts of their day. At bedtime, at breakfast, during play. We talk about things in the house. We look at the environment. That first session is just setting the family up for success. Getting to know them more, getting to know their surroundings, and building that trust. I also like to let the kiddo play without putting targets or barriers on them because again, it takes a long time to build relationships. I mean, think about it. Even with dating, I always said it took me like six weeks to realize if the guy was going to last, right? And so with a therapist too, it's kind of like dating and I never want to come in and overwhelm my families. I want them to slowly warm up to me. So giving them time to engage and interact. And y'all, play-based therapy just as effective as drill-based therapy. It all depends what your targets are. Play is so important. Therapy doesn't have to be so prim and proper for it to be effective, especially in early intervention. So my biggest tip to you when starting out with that first session is get to know the family. And with COVID, you can do some of the same things. If you're doing your sessions via telemedicine, you can have mom take you around the house and show you what her day looks like. You can also always ask family to send in videos during the day. If there's a moment that they're noticing their child is struggling, take a video and share it, right? That's the power of technology. It's important to let families know that this process is a fluid process and it needs to be open communication along the way, right? If they're ever feeling overwhelmed or confused, we need to kind of step back and say, okay, how can we change the type of learning that we're providing? How can we add more support? How can we slow it down? And whether it's in person or in teletherapy, just letting parents know that their voice is heard and that you are so thankful for them. Like, guys, the fact that these parents are doing this for their kids is huge. There's so many families out there that are either unaware that their kiddos need these services or maybe don't want to be involved. So these kids, having these types of parents are such a blessing, and I'm always, always, always telling them how grateful I am for them and sharing with them that I see how hard they're working, and I cannot imagine 
what they're going through, but they should be proud of themselves because I'm proud of them. So it all kind of comes back to that, you guys. Celebrating ourselves, celebrating our kiddos, and celebrating our parents. Having that first session just be about connection, getting to know each other, looking at the day, and seeing what can already work with the things that we have. I hope that that was a helpful tip for you if you are in the home health early intervention setting. Let me know if there's any other things you guys like to do for your first session. Any things that you make sure you bring, any information that you share with parents. I would love to add some more things into my little first session repertoire. Until then, be sure to stay on top of my Instagram and enter the giveaway. And keep an eye for another episode out this week on Wednesday. So until then, I am sending you all love and light. And I'm proud of you. I really am. I am really proud of you. I hope you have a great rest of your day and I'll see you next time.